Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Good afternoon to you. How are you? Good, thanks, Jade. Good to be back and good to have you back again. It's so nice to be back. Thank you. And I did travel a little bit. (laughs) I went to Tasmania. We did have a cancelled flight, but it's okay. Qantas looked after us. It was not the hell flight and experience that it could have been. Oh, that's good. That's good here. yikes. <laughs> it's crazy town out there, especially in Heathrow. Absolutely. Oh, Heathrow. Well, oh. a lot of the world airports, but Heathrow in particular, it's one I've never been, a, it's never been my favourite airport. I don't know why, but I just don't like it. It's too big and it's, uh, you know, you've got all the different terminals you've got to transfer to. So in uh, the past and in the future, what I do is I actually bypass Heathrow because if I'm going into Europe, mm. I'll fly with Qatar or Emirates and go direct into those ports of call. So if I'm flying into Paris or Budapest or Germany, Frankfurt, whatever, Rome, I'll fly into Doha or, or if it's uh, Qatar or if it's Emirates, it will be Dubai and then straight in. So I don't have to go into Heathrow because if you go to Heathrow, then you've got to go to Rome then you've got to come back, you've got to transfer terminals and then come back and go on another flight back down to Rome. So you're just increasing the odds of something happening with your bags Definitely. or whatever. And really, at the moment, and I was just saying to Tammy, our producer out there, mm. uh, that one of the problems is you're in the middle of July, August at the moment coming up. You know, it's school holidays, it's European holidays, it's American holidays. So the world is coming into UK, Europe. So it is a busy time. All the airports are understaffed. A lot of the airlines are understaffed to, to some extent. They're also going through COVID, you know, uh, problems at the moment with mm. staff calling in and saying, you know, I can't fly or I can't travel, or I can't work, whatever, as we're seeing in Australia. So that's combined all that together and you get a little messy situation. And especially Heathrow because as I said... I don't get all the bags though, Phil. I saw a a video today of Heathrow and it looked like a terminal in itself just full of Uh, Absolutely. And uh, you know, we just heard, I was just at Hyde Park office and I was hearing somewhere where a a woman flew to the States and her bags didn't arrive and so she was tracking them down and no luck. And then the husband tracked them back down. The bags had gone to Mary and come back and we're sitting back in Sydney, and oh, she's on, she's travelling around without any 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 gear. So so <laughs> there is confusion at the moment out there. But uh, look, it, it's it'll clear, and I, I hopefully you know. But I've always said to people when you when I pick my time to go to Europe, mm. I always pick May June or I picked September, October. I dodged the school holidays and, and the European holidays because it is so busy. It's hot, as you're seeing the temperatures now. Yeah. So it's not the greatest time to be travelling around. And a lot of the hotels and a lot of places in Europe don't have hair conditioning, as is, as in the UK. Which so, I learned yesterday. Yeah, so, so, so people get absolutely con, you know confused thinking, yeah, I'm going into a lovely hotel and it's air-conditioned. In a lot of cases, some of these old hotels, they're not air-conditioned, and so Yuck. you do really feel the hurt. I mean, they're talking about a heat wave at 37. We think 37 here is okay, you know, not to, yeah, not to, worry, to worry about it. So so there is times when I say the best times to go to different places, uh, and that's what we try and devise our clients is pick the right time to go mm-hmm. and pick the right way to go in and out of places because... Because, you know, as you say, there's a, there's a lot of confusion going at the moment. But look, hopefully in the next couple of uh, months it'll settle down. But certainly at the moment it's messy. 
There is a lot of confusion, and if you are wanting to get some answers or ask Phil about anywhere that you're thinking or you might like to travel, uh, phone lines are open and you can give us a call, 8223 yeah. 0000. Yeah, Jay, the great thing about going out of Adelaide, which I love, is the direct flights out of Adelaide. So you're pretty right internationally going out of Adelaide that, mm. you know, the plane's been in, it's been serviced, it's got the catering done, and you're flying directly out, whether it's Agreed. with Qatar to Doha, whether it's Singapore to Singapore Airlines, Etc. Or Air New Zealand to Auckland and on to Europe uh, to uh, to America, or Fiji Airways. So you know those direct flights uh, are jelly. No, we're not having any hassles. And same coming in, we're not sort of seeing late flights or bags lost in on those direct flights. So again, you know, Adelaide offers a great uh, service for that. Now we're getting cancellations because you know in the domestic area because again I think you know staff are ringing in crook, sick or whatever, and uh, they can't man some of the flights. And so that's where you get the, you know, the sort of cancellations. But some of the mad uh, destination routes getting people to up to Queensland, oh, I, I just crazy. laugh. I, I read it and I think, no, that couldn't, could have possibly happened that someone went Adelaide, Tasmania, Sydney to, you know, to the Gold Coast or to, to Cairns and whatever. So, and the same with the bags coming off. You know, I've been caught with that with, uh, you know, taking one and a half hours for a bag to come off of the carousel. Oh, yes, That's when you so. get really irritable because mm. you've finished your trip, you know. And it should or, be there. Yeah, and you want to go home or, or whatever it. the case but is. But that or, doesn't happen in Adelaide Airport. No, no. And we, we, what, what I don't understand is you, by the time you get off your flight in Adelaide, get down to the terminal, your bags are there. They are a well-oiled it, it, machine. It, it is, and it's but a... But the rest of the country, yeah, what, I know, they need to come to Adelaide for a lesson. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, Adelaide's always a beautifully has been a beautifully designed airport when they built the new one there. Mm. Uh, I was a bit uh, sort of cantankerous about just having, having one carousel in international but it works, you know. It, it, it the system works and it works well. So mm. you know, people are not waiting long time. So well, when no. we got back from Tassie, our bags didn't arrive with us. However, the next day we got a phone call and they were delivered. It was a very well oiled machine and no probs. See, with Tassie, you'd go out to Tassie, Melbourne, and Melbourne. That's where the, the yeah, would have been stuck in, uh, stuck in Melbourne. That's where yeah. it would have happened. As Had soon as you holiday. do it, yeah, <laughs> little transit. Yeah, but at the end of the trip, so you don't have to worry about wanting the, no, the clothes. No, that's what I'm Come out the next day, absolutely. But I tell you what, it's a reminder to pack your medicines and your Absolutely. contact lenses yeah, and all of those sorts of things say, on and, you. And what we're saying now for people just to be super careful is, you know, pack something that could could suit you overnight if you had to spend another mm. day or night when you arrive before you get your bags if anything would happen like that domestically. Colin's given us a buzz. Hi, Colin. Hey, Colin. Really Good, thanks, cool. Colin. I'm just, find, I'm just trying to find some information about Japan. I know they've got the um, tours, like a fixed tour that's going around. Um, I'm not really interested in doing a tour because I've been to Japan a few times. I'm just wondering when it'll actually open up um, for tourists generally. Yeah, no, Colin, uh, uh, Japan's opened up now. You can travel now to uh, Japan and, uh, you know, trains or whatever. We could certainly help you. One of our officers could help you with uh, all the things you need necessary to book as far as going and accommodation to help you get going underway. But uh, trains is a very good system with Japan, uh, but we certainly can help you with that. But it is open now, Colin. Oh, cool. That's excellent. Thank okay. you very much thank, for that. No, thank you. Bye. So, yeah, most of the places are open for us and, and no PCR testing, so it is easier now travelling than, than ever before. Um, we had a big night last night down at the Glenelg office talking talc tours, which we did an interview with talc people mm. uh, while you were away, and uh, again, a lot of interest there. It was interesting. I was talking, we had the head got one of the head guys of talc come over from America, from Connecticut, and <laughs> he had to fly economy, and he hasn't done that for a long while, <laughs> and he said it was all right, but he said oh, it was a lot, a, a, yeah, a long.
long journey, long journey, because he came from New York, so New York, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Sydney. So I was worried that he might fall asleep last night in the presentation. It wasn't. It was fantastic. And they they have a great product. The company's 97 years old, so we, we talked about, you know, and he was saying that the demand for 22 has been absolutely huge, and he doesn't think the demand for 23 will be as big. So that that was interesting. Surely I thought, was Yeah, there. I don't know. I thought it would be the opposite, but he just said, you know, he thinks it uh, may slow a little bit in 2023. Okay. Um, bec- all sorts of th- reasons. But, uh, and do you think that we might see prices drop a little bit I think bit so, then? yeah, because I think we're going to see more airlines. You know, Qatar's gone from three to five. Mm. Uh, Air New Zealand, I think, will go three to six flights uh, down the line. Uh, Singapore 6 could go to double daily, which would be lovely because you wouldn't have that long a stopover in Singapore when you wait. If you go, if you go on the early flight in Singapore, you've got about nine hours before you get the night flight to Europe, which takes you into Europe in the next morning. Um, and so, uh, and when you get the later one, the second flight, if they have a second one in the afternoon at three o'clock, you're going to have about an hour connecting time. So it r- really is nice. So I think we're going to see, you know, more momentum come back to Adelaide. We need it because we're only around about 52, 54% of normal capacity. So we see that, you know, coming back. Qatar have released some specials from Adelaide. Can you just quickly tell us? Yeah, it's an eight ninety nine fare down from Adelaide to Auckland and return with Qatar because now what they're doing in each of their flights coming in, so five times a week, you can go on on that flight and go on to Auckland. It's a night flight, so you arrive there in the morning. Mm. But you know, Qatar, one of the best airlines in the world. I certainly love flying with Qatar. Uh, it's an eight ninety nine special, but you've got to travel before September the thirtieth. So it's a special. Uh, probably got you know, some spare seats. In the, in the plane, so they want to fill them up. So if you want to go down to Auckland and do it in style with uh, with the uh, special with Qatar, uh, that's the way to do it because it's triple uh, seven. So it's a nice way of travelling. So and then say New Zealand's open again now. So again, you could fly down to Auckland, pick up a car or a motorhome, and drive around uh, New Zealand for a couple of weeks, and then come back. Everyone loves New Zealand. My mother used to say, uh, oh, "New Zealand is a mini Europe in the backyard." Oh, it is. It's stunning. We're going to take a really short break. Coming up afterwards, we'll be joined by a special guest. We're talking travel talk. Phil Hoffman Travel invites you to explore the Northern Territory with Outback Spirit. Travel in style and comfort off the beaten track with knowledgeable guides that make every expedition an enlightening and unforgettable experience. Journey through the heart of Arnhem Land on an exclusive 13-day small group tour and immerse yourself in the world's oldest surviving culture or join the six-day Red Centre Spectacular from Alice Springs to Uluru. The Northern Territory is different in every sense. Phil Hoffman Travel, visit pht.com.au. Jade Robran on 1395, Adelaide's 5AA. Welcome back to Afternoons. We're talking travel talk with Phil Hoffman. Phil Hoffman joins me. And, Phil, we've got a special guest joining us. We have, and this uh, girl is one of our top sales executives for, for travel and tourism, is Jodie Watson, and she's the sales development manager for not only uh, scenic cruises, and they do beautiful river cruises and, and ocean cruising, but mm. also they've got a new uh, c- a brand called Emerald Cruises. And, Jodie, welcome to the program. Thank you. Great to have you on the show. I've got the booklet here in front of me, and this bo- this, this boat, this yacht, this cruiser—it looks, it well, it looks like something out of 007. <laughs> it very much is. It's just beautiful. Can you tell us a bit about it? Most definitely. Well, you know, she is definitely a luxury yacht, as you can see there on the brochure. Um, just to give you a bit of an idea, she's 110 meters in length. 
but the best bit is it only has 100 passengers on board. It's very small, um, but, um, you know, she's small enough most definitely. And I think the advantage of yacht cruising is that, you know, she can get into those intimate, smaller ports that those larger cruise vessels just can't get, you know, close enough into. So, you know, giving ease for those guests to be able to get on and off, you know, the, the yacht anytime they, you know, really want to. Um, but, you know... Small enough, but luxurious enough with plenty of room on board for our guests to enjoy. You know, we've got, I think there's 88% of our suites are balconies and um, others, obviously, others there's other suites as well that have larger terraces. But the best thing about this one is no internal suites. So all the guests will enjoy those gorgeous views as they sail past. And as you can imagine, if you have your own private yacht, you've got your own um, beautiful infinity pool. We've got a spa. We've got a gym. Um, there's internal and external dining areas and a fabulous sun deck bar and a beautiful spa area as well. And even an outdoor theatre. So this is where you could watch your latest James Bond movie. <laughs> it does. It actually looks like something that, you know, Mr Packer would have cruising in the Caribbean Well, that's, or what, that's what I think I, I love about the concept of the, the mm. yeah, 100 passengers is when you're coming into the bays and into the you know, little ports there, you can make out and sit on the stand on the front as if it's your ship and your guy to get in there, you know, and, 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 and enjoy it. Jodie, what are some of the Conclusions that uh, we can expect on Emerald Azura. Yep. So with the Azura, um, all your sightseeing most definitely is taken care of. So all that musty sightseeing. So every little town, little village that we we, port, we dock into, they'll have the opportunity to get a, a tour of those um, themselves. But then freedom of choice is what is really what Emerald is all about. So the guests can also purchase um, in each of the brochures at the back of them, you'll see that there's Discover More excursions as well. So there's a big portfolio in there mm -hmm. where they're actually able to, you know, purchase optional tours that they might want to do. So they could go, you know, guided kayaking, bike touring, buggy riding, cooking classes, island touring with wine tasting. There's heaps of them to choose from. But, you know, it's really allowing those guests to design their holiday with what they want to see and what they want to do, not just being dictated where we want to take them, yeah. but where yeah. they want to go. Yeah, exactly. Jody, when you showed me the, the uh, initial you know, drawings yeah. of this, this super yacht, you know, it was two years ago. I think it was over just over two years ago. I looked it at it and I, there, yeah. yeah, I looked at it and I said, I reckon I know where you're going to put this yacht. I know some of the places I think you're going to put this yacht. And my first choice was Croatia. And that's uh -huh. exactly what you're doing with it for a, a couple of the journeys there in, in Croatia, which is one of my favourite destinations. But, you know, that Adriatic is something again, Jody. that uh, and when oh. I look at your program there, um, um, I just melt. <laughs> what ports do you oh, go you know, to what in better way, What better way to go through those waters than on a um, luxury yacht? What ports do you go to in Croatia? Well, in Croatia, um, so we're looking at, so Phil obviously, um, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but Phil has a dedicated um, group tour actually leaving in, um, it's in June. Yeah, June. Uh, yeah, June. Yeah, June. So when we're looking at your cruise, I'll talk about your one in particular. Yep, okay. Um, yep. So with yours, basically, we head off from Dubrovnik, um, heading along that Croatian coast, um, going then into the biggest island. I think I'm going to pronounce this correctly now, Phil. You always tell me I say it wrong. Kuchula. <laughs> Kuchula, yeah. Yeah, no, right. Good. 
So that's, um, you know, and she's called that. Uh, she's basically known as the little Dubrovnik. Then we move on to the second largest city in Croatia being split. So that's full of Roman architecture, which is absolutely gorgeous. Then on to the island of Havar. Um, they actually say that this is Saint this is the Saint Tropez of Croatia. Absolutely. So you, as you said, Phil, you can imagine arriving there on your own yacht and everybody else looking on, going, "I wonder who owns that one coming in here." <laughs> and then you know what? You can turn around and say, "It's me. I own it with ninety nine, ninety nine with ninety other friends." Exactly. We then head on down to Sibinjek, um, being the oldest native town in Croatia deep back into history that goes right back to like to 1066. You know, the Battle of Hastings, right back there. Um, then we set on to the peninsula, um, right up into the very, very top of the peninsula where we visit Zadar before we sail through to the largest island in the Adriatic being Kirk. Um, and then on our last day, we sail from Kirk on day seven and then we go all the way through to the port of wonderful Venice. Yeah. Probably one of the most romantic cities ever to cruise into and with this super oh. yacht, you'll be able to actually cruise into whereas other big ships now have been banned from cruising into Venice. So yep. I think it's it's another plus. But all those ports, uh, uh, Jody, I've been into every one at least about two or three times and when you start talking about Chile, you know, it's uh, where um, Marco Polo was born uh, yep. and one of the original, you know, sort of explorers of coming out to, you know, the far east of Asia and et cetera. But, uh, you know, so Korchula, uh Dubrovnik. Dubrovnik, one of the most uh, photographed cities in the world, uh, you know, walled city. Uh, it's about 2,000 metres walking around the wall, 25 metres high. And when you see the history of these places and, and you know, the same with uh, Zadar, uh, Sadar uh, was originally one of the ancient capitals of, of of, uh, of Croatia, it's it's got everything, and but all of these places you can also walk around them and explore them, or you know get a bike, or you know go hiking, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they've just got you know they've got the beautiful beaches, but Croatia is just something special. And and Jade, you've heard me say it before, but I've done probably uh, Croatia three, four times, uh, both by land, both by sea. I've sailed it personally with friends, just you know with yacht sailing, but also the ships. But the way to do it this way with the super yacht, the facilities on board, and then to be able to get into all these ports that we're talking about is just going to make it just a very special trip for people to s explore the best of Croatia from sea. But also every time you go into these ports, you can get around the cities and walk around. And and they're, they're, most of them are little walled places, walled cities. They've got so much history and you just find these great little restaurants, you know, and you're walking around but feel very safe but also be able to come back and say, wow. I love Havar, I love Sibenek and, and uh, all these other, you know, Korchula and that. They've all got a story to tell about the history uh, of, of, of Croatia mm. and, and what yeah. happened before and the, the civilizations that have walked through these places. Like you mentioned Split, um, Jody. Yep. One of the most attractive places ever to cruise yeah. into, yeah. Split, was the one of the Roman places, you know, designed by the Romans and that. But the architecture there is still magnificently kept and that's what I love about these places. They've known how to handle tourists but keep everything, you know, pristine clean and uh, I, I just love of this area of site, but to do it on the super yacht is going to be very special. So we're doing a seminar, Jade, next week at uh, ten thirty at Tuesday at Glenelg, where we're going to be talking about going on the Emerald Cruise uh, super yacht, but also doing a pre-tour of Croatia as well, which I'm doing a land content of ten days, and then so we do that on the fourteenth of uh, June, and on the twenty fourth we sail from Dubrovnik. So people can take the choice; they can do you know the cruise, or they could do the land, or they can do both. Now I'm saying. 
saying to people, if you really want to. Th- well, they say, have to do both. Yeah, yeah, is, that's the way. That, that's the way to do it. So we've got to do that. But the other thing, Jade, is that uh, it's on Getaway this coming Saturday at five thirty. They're going to show you the uh, the super yacht. They're going to go through and show you all about the super yacht. I've seen the video of the Getaway program, yeah. and when I saw it, I just m- melted uh, when I see that, and we'll be showing that as well. But um, well, Jade- the thing is, too, also too, Phil, on the Getaway show this weekend, it's actually highlighting your actual tour. Oh wow! Actually, wow! Yeah, so it's actually got your um, the, your actual you know um, departure on that. So yours is the eight day. Croatian coast of in the best of the Adriatic. Yeah, so yeah, that's that, the actual yeah. program is, is the tour. So it's amazing. Jody, as well as that, tell us yeah. where the super yacht goes because you gave me a lot of other itineraries that I that I fell in love with. You know, the Red Sea, Egypt, yeah. uh, Sharm el Sheikh, and some of the other places. Italy looks gorgeous. Yeah. Well, she follows, we basically follow the sun all the way through um, and following the best weather. So going from the east to the west Mediterranean, coming through, you can island hop throughout Greece. You can then go do the um, southern Italy all the way through from the Amalfi Coast right through and then heading again back into um, mainland or even going into Athens. Then you've got the, obviously, as we mentioned, you've got the Red Sea area as well. One very exciting thing, though, too, her sister ship, the Sakara, is being launched um, in the middle of next year and she has her first sailings in the Seychelles. Wow. So this wow. is another area that we're going to the Indian Ocean. So yeah. Are those yeah. itineraries out yet, uh, Jodie, for uh, for the Seychelles? Because Sakara, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, okay, because yes. people are asking about the Seychelles and how best to do it. This is the way to do it. This is the way, you know, it's, it's like really... It looks pretty rock star. It, it, yeah, really rock star, doesn't it? Yeah. Jodie, thank you so you much. Know what, you know what, Jade? You know what, Jade? I think the best part of this as well, too, you know what? You can actually travel that billionaire lifestyle on a super yacht, but it definitely, and I can assure you, does not come with that price tag. Thanks, Jodie. So, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. That is Jody Watson, Sales Development Manager there at Emerald Cruises. Sounds beautiful and the pictures certainly uh, look absolutely stunning. Jody also <laughs> looks after all the scenic uh, river cruise uh, through Europe and that with not only the French, but, you know, the uh, uh, the um, uh, big ones, you know, through yeah. through Amsterdam, the Grand European, we call it, uh, and also the Douro and that. So they have some beautiful itineraries there, uh, Jade, that uh, you can have a look at, but that's the way to do it. I've got a couple of questions yep. before you. Yep. Hi, Jaden Phil. I'm going to Bangkok, Thailand in early October this year. What vaccinations would you recommend I get? And anything you also recommend as a must-see while I'm there? Well, there's plenty to see in Thailand. You know, again, with the program there, there's different areas, you know, whether it's uh, just uh, Bangkok or going up to Chiang Mai, uh, Phuket, uh, um, you know, all the other places. But certainly injections-wise, I'd make sure my tetanus is up to date, mm-hmm. right, and uh, make sure that is. But also, also, also your vaccination for COVID as well and make sure, but definitely tetanus in case anything happens, you know, you get bitten by a dog or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen, it happens very rarely, but, but just, just you've got to just make sure you check up. But if you're not, you should see, you know, the uh, the doctor, the medical doctors that uh, will advise you and they're a specialist there on one of the best things to do when you're travelling. But Thailand, I'd just say tetanus, make sure it's up to date. Tony's quickly uh, message saying, Phil, what is your opinion on why Qatar Airlines still fly into Moscow and fly through Russian airspace on the Doha to to Los Angeles route. Yeah, Emirates is doing it as well, but uh, you know, yeah, it's we're not happy about it because we think this, you know, they're still supporting a little bit of the Russian thing by flying or they're allowed to. But look, yeah, you know, every country makes its own rules, and 
and and you know we we look it's still the best way i love going to america that way i i, I do it you know and i'd fly tomorrow because they've got the they've given grant to go through airspace uh but uh it's still a lovely way for me to go to america or for travelers to go to america because you know you can fly into most of the american cities but you know, it, it's look. It's like people grizzling about the golf at the moment, or you know, upset about the golf with uh, you know Saudi with uh, Greg Norman. These things are going to happen always. Uh, can we police or say that we are against it? Yes, we can, and we can protest. But you know, does it change it? I'm not sure. Phil. My job is to sell travel to the uh, the best airline, the best destinations. Change <laughs> it. She's struggling there. Choking. Uh, choking. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but yeah. So that's what we do, and uh, we don't get involved in the po- political side. But we're certainly not supporting because none of the ships or anyone else are going to Russia at the moment. Thank you so so much. <clears throat> and you can head to Phil Travel. PhD Phil Hoffman Travel invites you to explore the Northern Territory with Outback Spirit. Travel in style and comfort off the beaten track with knowledgeable guides that make every expedition an enlightening and unforgettable experience. Journey through the heart of Arnhem Land on an exclusive 13-day small group tour and immerse yourself in the world's oldest surviving culture or join the six-day Red Centre Spectacular from Alice Springs to Uluru. The Northern Territory is different in every sense. Phil Hoffman Travel, visit pht.com.au.